three, two, one. Thank you for joining us for the Welcome to the Hall podcast, courtesy of the El Paso Athletic Hall of Fame and the El Paso Sports Commission. Sit back, relax, and enjoy the best of the best from past inductees into your El Paso Athletic Hall of Fame. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for joining us for another podcast with the El Paso Athletic Hall of Fame. And, of course, today's edition is talking to Mr. Joe Gomez, but even more so, Mr. Gomez is a part of the Hall of Fame and being inducted several years ago, he is truly, in my mind, the person behind the success as far as getting the publicity out, getting everybody to understand the history of the 1966 Texas Western men's basketball NCAA championship team. And uh, first of all, Mr. Gomez, thank you for doing this. And of course, I went to Burgess for two years. You graduated from Burgess. Uh, it's amazing how many individuals that uh, went to Burgess and graduated during the El Paso Athletic Hall of Fame, too. Well, thank you, Wayne. I, uh, I appreciate you uh, calling to make some uh, questions and talk about the 616 and other things around El Paso. That be that will be great. I appreciate it, so, and thank you. My pleasure. And uh, you went to UTEP. Uh, what year were you there? I was there September of 1965. September of 1965? Yes. Were you a basketball fan all your life? Uh, Yeah, and of course when I found out I was too short to to play, I I dedicated my life to follow the 66 team. And uh, I really, really enjoyed it and uh, made close close friends uh, with some of them. So, yeah, I've been, a, I've been a basketball fan most of my life. And you still are a big fan of UTEP. Oh, absolutely. Well. Yes. Who's your favorite, I sure am. Who's your favorite minor of all time for basketball? Uh, it would have to be, uh, well, that's a big tie, but I, I guess Bobby Joe Hill would have to be the, the best friend I ever had uh, on the minors, for sure. Bobby Joe was something else, and of course, many people that knew Bobby or knew of him or, you know, what he did in that 66 championship game against Kentucky with those steals and the, just the energy he brought to the game of playing the sport was just amazing. Oh, he was, he, I think he had 20 points that game. Uh, and he did it with just, you know, with ease. Uh, he he led the team, and he was directly responsible for a lot of things that happened uh, that year. He was a he was a tough minded guy. You know, it's interesting that the 1966 uh, Texas Western team that won a national championship. Of course, you're in the El Paso Athletic Hall of Fame, and this is the 66 year of the El Paso Athletic Hall of Fame being in existence as well. And uh, I know it means a lot to you for being in the Hall of Fame and well-deserved that you are. Uh, But many people still today, I feel, uh, don't realize all the things you did behind the scenes uh, to get to where people understood the history and the impact of the Texas Western Miners winning that basketball championship. Well, it's the 55th year and, uh, I spent a lot of time and some quiet time trying to push them and make sure that nobody forgot. And I think I've, I think I've done a good job. I think a lot of people uh, still remember 
Um, I still wear a 1966 hat, and uh, uh, it's been uh, it's been a, a a good job to keep the 55th year, keep the uh, recollection of that team alive because it needed to be up front and uh, make people aware of the significance. And I think what's also interesting is people uh, remember the old Sun Carnival basketball tournament through the Sun Bowl Association, all the many great teams you bought to El Paso as part of that historic tournament as well. Well, and those were, those were really uh, really fun years, Wayne. Uh, I enjoyed doing the, the, the Carnival basketball. Uh, I did it for a long time, and uh, when it was time to quit, it was time to quit. And uh, but I got a chance to meet some great coaches. Uh, one of them was Bobby uh, was but uh, 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 Cremens, Bobby Cremens from Georgia Tech at the time. And uh, he and I got together every year and had lunch in Atlanta. So, uh, in fact, I I still uh, keep in touch with him. He's got a birthday coming up, uh, July fourth or July. I can't remember. But I'll call him or send him a note for his birthday. So I, those were really uh, fun times. And uh, as you well remember, we we all had a great time uh, hosting all of those all of those basketball teams. We did, and I want to thank you as well for getting me involved with the Sun Bowl Association because it was you, as I watched all the many years that you walked around with those peach colored vest all the time with the Sun Carnival Association and bringing in the basketball. And I had an opportunity because of you where you asked me if I wanted to be on one of the committees. And I went through the interview process and got on there. And it was really, really to see you work and see how dedicated you were to get those quality teams into El Paso. It was really a work of art to watch Joe Gomez in action. Well, I, <laughs> I kind of laughed because Coach Askins always used to tell me, you know, who who am I going to play? And uh, there's a few times I had to lie to him because uh, <laughs> we had it set up to try to have somehow get UTEP to be in the finals. And uh, I, I took a lot of harassment from him, but good harassment because he, uh, he didn't want to play Michigan the first stop, you know, first game uh, or Georgia Tech or University of Arizona, so it was it was fun and it was a it was a year long process to get teams to to come to El Paso, and uh, I, I didn't just wait till the final four trip to get teams. Um, very seldom did we have a team that we needed to have. I remember South Carolina with George Fenton. Um, I convinced him in New Orleans when the final four was in New Orleans, and uh, he wasn't happy when he found out that he was going to end up playing UTEP first. But as it turned out, he beat UTEP and uh, then won the championship. Wow. Now, you grew up in El Paso, is that correct? Yes, I've been here uh, about 60 years. Uh, that I've been here and uh, grew up in Fort Bliss. And, of course, I was friends with uh, your brother. And uh, we had a good time together. And uh, I'll never forget him. 
I never, ever will forget him. The good times that we had. But yeah, I grew up here, uh, and I've always liked it here. Yeah, my brother spoke so highly of you, and I always wondered, who was Joe Gomez? My brother was always talking about him. My brother Alvin, of course, passed away in 1987. But, boy, the memories of uh, all those good times with all the many UTEP athletes that my brother introduced me to, like Nolan Richardson, Bobby Joe Hill, Nate Archibald, and being able to meet you as well. To me, you were on the same level as all those basketball stars because without uh, Joe Gomez, a lot of those people's history and legacy wouldn't be known. Well, I appreciate that, Wayne. It was uh, it was a lot of fun, and it wasn't just the uh, fact that they were, you know, college college basketball players or college athletes. It was just fun knowing them, and uh, you know, walking down the hall, and you stop to talk to them, and uh, you get to know exactly what kind of people they are when you look at people like Bobby Joe, Harry Flournoy, Orson Artis. Uh, these guys were regular, regular fans, and uh, uh, I loved, I loved doing that. I think, I think that was that was a special thing that uh, God had me do. And you know, a lot of people they look at the Don Haskins Center today. Of course, when it was built, it was called the Special Events Center. But a lot of people look at that facility; they don't realize the days when they used to play. As far as the Texas Western or UTEP. Uh, playing in the El Paso County Coliseum or playing at Memorial Gym, uh, they don't th- they c- can't imagine those days. Wasn't that very special because the people were right on top of you? Oh yeah, I mean when when they put in those benches, especially uh, the ones behind the team, it was it was great. I mean you could walk in and uh, you could spot the locals that really followed the team. Uh, you could spot them in, during the games. Uh, that was a fun, that was really fun time watching them play at Memorial Gym. And you know, as you recall, it was hard to get a ticket, uh, especially after December 1965. After that, you couldn't hardly get get a ticket to, uh, to watch a game. Uh, and a special place, of course, was on those bleachers. But uh, I, uh, I, I got a ticket. Uh, up above on the second floor, so I could watch the whole, the whole floor. Uh, but it was it was fun getting in, and uh, and it was a special, a very very special place. Oh, so. you're right, it was, and I can remember back also when the miners used to play in the Western Athletic Conference, and of course that was called the WAC, and then those two o'clock afternoon games mm-hmm. on Saturday where all the place was packed with people. But one of the games that stands out to me, Joe, and maybe you remember this one too as well, is when the Miners won the WAC championship in 19 – I don't remember what exactly the year was, but Nate Archibald just took over the game in the final minutes. Uh, Mike Newland was a great guard for Utah at that time, and everybody looked at him as he's he's the best. He's just the best. And Nolan – I mean uh, – Nate Archibald just took over that game and just destroyed Newland in those last minutes, and the Miners went on to win the WAC championship. That was a special game, wasn't it? It sure was, and uh, you know, uh, Nate, the skate, uh, the way he was, he could take over a game. Uh, the last minute of the game, or the last uh, two minutes of the game, and turn it into a, a UTEP victory. 
he was a special, special player. Uh, and he could do those things very easily. But uh, I remember that. And I remember him really taking over that game. Another thing that uh, we'd like to bring up, of course, was the night that you were inducted in 2006. And sharing the stage with you also being inducted that night was Merrill T. Snooky Archery, Alan Culpepper, Scott Warman, Gene Calabro, Tony Shaw, Tom Chaburi, Joe Fan, and then, of course, yourself, along with Pete Paredes Jr. and James J. Crouch, uh, another individual that has some great children that also graduated from Burgess as well. But how was that night for you, Mr. Gomez, being inducted into the El Paso Athletic Hall of Fame? Well, Wayne, I got a uh, thanks to you uh, and uh, I think maybe Kevin Hill that uh, got me put into the Hall of Fame, and that was very a very special night that I'll, I'll never forget. And uh, every once in a while, I look at some photos of it, and uh, it really touches me. And uh, uh, like like I said, that was uh, that was an emotional night. I, I remember talking about my kids and what they sacrificed to never see me at Christmas time because of the tournament. Um, it was very special, Wayne, and I thank you for, for getting me in, and uh, and I appreciate it very much. A truly deserving honor for a great man you are, Mr. Gomez. And, you know, a lot of people that may have seen the practices of Don Haskins or may have met Don Haskins uh, very briefly, but you knew Coach Haskins very well. And the man that he was and the man that he still is today, even though he's deceased, uh, the legacy of what he did for UTEP, Texas Western, uh, people will never understand how great a man he really was. Well, you know, they, uh, he's missed every year because uh, of how special he was, of course, winning, winning the games. But he was a special guy to the to the crowd. I mean, I never forget when he would come down that tunnel to get on the floor. And, uh, he was, uh, he was a special guy that did a lot of things for, for youth that not just the 66 team, all the black championships or the, uh, yeah, black championships that he won. Uh, he was a very, very special guy and, and he is sorely missed every year. I, I promise that, uh, because he was a he was a special friend. Really, I became his friend. Really, the last four years before he passed, because he needed somebody. To, all his cronies had all passed away, and there was only a couple of people left that uh, really stood for for UTEP basketball, like myself. Were you there the night that Texas Western won the national championship and came into the airport after they had won that game? Uh, yes, I was I was out there and uh, followed the uh, the parade until uh, it broke off and then went down to it. It finished at Trinity University. Uh, Coach Haskins and Eddie Mullins had already they'd already taken off to another car and went on to to Memorial Gym, but the parade continued and uh, it was amazing. Uh, the number of people that were at that airport uh, waiting for uh, Coach Haskins and the team—it uh, was a, it was an event that you never forget as long as you live. 
Definitely so. I know we had Mr. Mullins on a couple of weeks ago talking about those days with UTEP and then Texas Western, and, and you echoed those sentiments as well because people just don't realize the, the, the atmosphere at that time of Texas Western winning the national championship. But did you, Mr. Gomez, think that today the explosion of basketball on the the national stage as far as the NBA and college and the money and all the things that's out there. Did you ever imagine it would get to this level? I never, I never thought that uh, we'd get to that level. Uh, but whatever we did by winning that championship, which uh, helped a lot of schools start recruiting black players. Uh, now, sometimes you see the final four, you'll see five blacks against five blacks. Uh, it, it motivated a lot of people finally to recruit black players, to recruit black students. And um, it really, it really brought, uh, it opened up all recruiting because of that game. And uh, it helped a lot of students get in, get into college that generally wouldn't have had uh, an opportunity. So I'm happy for what's happened. And, uh, I believe that that event opened up all the doors, not only for recruiting, but uh, players that you know go off to play NBA and make a lot of money. Uh, I think we were responsible for doing that, and uh, a lot of players know that uh, we've got to take some of the newer players and uh, teach them or tell them about what the how they got to be on the floor to begin with. Very true. And of course, uh, along with uh, the old days of Memorial gym and the Coliseum, and now you have the Don Haskins center and so many other many changes on the UTEP campus with just recently the football stadium, the sun bowl with the the new press box and all the great amenities for the captain's club. That's pretty special too, isn't it? Oh, it's a, it's it's a wonderful uh, uh, gives you a wonderful opportunity to attend, but it's a it's a first class place, and they uh, they've made it that way. Uh, Gym Center has gone out, raised the money to uh, to change the the captains' club to uh, uh, an elevated area that is phenomenal for the player for the players and for the fans. But, of course, mostly for the fans, a great place to watch a, a game. And uh, they've done a uh, – Jim Center has done a great job getting the money raised to uh, to do that to the to the symbol. Yeah, d- indeed. And, of course, another thing that's being sort of rebuilt in many ways is your old school, Burgess High School. Uh, gonna, <laughs> I mean, that's going through some serious uh, – renovations as well, which is going to be unveiled back about August of this year when they finish. Well, I'm, I'm so happy. Uh, as you well know, I work for a construction company and it really hurt me that we came in second place to, uh, to build that school. And, uh, it's going to be a nice, nice looking Baines construction is the one building it. And they, they do a great job. Uh, and I can't wait to, uh, to walk the hallways and uh, see what they've done. But it's going to be a good, good-looking 
restructuring of an old school. And uh, I think to write, I think it's going to be very, very nice to walk in and see the changes. Um, you know, it's hard to remember the, remember the school to begin with, and now it's going to be brand new. So uh, I appreciate that Baines is doing a good job. Definitely so. And, of course, you can't uh, not discuss Burgess basketball without thinking one of the greatest and probably the greatest basketball player ever at the school and also in the El Paso Athletic Hall of Fame and also played at UTEP, and that, of course, is Gus Bailey. Oh, Gus was uh, an amazing guy. And uh, I, I wish he, he had not passed away uh, in New Orleans, I think it was. And uh, he was a great personality, a great basketball player, really uh, helped the team. Uh, and uh, it, he he should have never uh, passed away. Uh, he was a great, great guy. You're exactly right. And as we wrap it up, Mr. Gomez, do you have memories? What is one memory or two that stands out to you in all the many avenues of sports you've been involved in with UTEP and, of course, the Sunbowl Association, all the many other activities you've done in the community? Is there something that stands out? Well, what really stands out, and it's a sad one, it's uh, the death of uh, Bobby Joe Hill, and the family gave me all the details so, as to what happened and uh, how he died. And of course, Nolan and I were did the eulogies uh, on Fort Bliss when he passed away, uh, but that was the that was the the one time that I can, I can never forget what happened. The phone calls I got from his daughter to, uh, to give the eulogy. Um, that's really the, it's a sad, it was a sad time, but he meant so much to the city that, uh, I really appreciate, uh, being asked by the family to get involved in that, in his passing. You're right. It was a very sad day. Uh, Bobby Joe used to call me every Christmas and just say, Kid Wayne, how you doing? And and just to hear his voice and just to to relate to Bobby Joe Hill as a great basketball player and a great to me human being he was because his family, of course, his wife, Waltina, used to work for Parks and Recreation in the summertime. His daughter, Michelle, an outstanding attorney in the city today. Uh, we both know Mr. Gomez, uh, how Bobby Joe kept those that he really felt dear to him close to his vest. And those many years he worked at El Paso Natural Gas, uh, what a great, great guy Bobby Joe was. He was outstanding. And uh, he, he felt uh, a lot of things for the community. And uh, when I talked to him about doing the 66 reunion in 1986, he was uh, – at first, he didn't really want to do it, but then once I convinced him, um, he was all he was all for it, and he was happy that we were finally getting him their rings. Well, thank you for getting that done for all those athletes, and of course, Bobby Joe Hill School will be opening as well, uh, come in August, and that's going to be kind of cool too, right, Mister Gomez? Oh yes, I uh, I was involved with the naming. Uh, of two schools, the naming the uh, the old uh, Lincoln 
to the Don Hassian School and naming of the uh, Northeast School for uh, Bobby Joe Hill. And I'm really, I'm really excited, to, uh, waiting to see it. And I've got a, a couple of memorabilia that I've uh, offered to donate to the school. So uh, it'll be it'll be a fun time. It'll be a really fun time. And I'm looking forward to it. And speaking of memorabilia, people do not realize there's many people, of course, in El Paso and throughout the country that have great memorabilia, whatever, maybe a sports team, an NFL, basketball team, whatever. But I'm telling you what, Mr. Gomez, the memorabilia that you have of Texas Western in those days with the 66 team and all the many other sports, it is on another level. Well, Wayne, I, uh, I started uh, – when I was a freshman at UTEP, I started and just collecting it and uh, uh, never thinking it was going to get this big. But uh, now that it has, I'm, I'm very proud of some of the things that I have. And, and I used to have more, but uh, lost it. But uh, it, it means a lot. And each, each item has a story. And uh, that's the thing about it. you got to have story that goes behind every one of the things that that you uh, that you put up or you claim as memorabilia uh, it's phenomenal to uh, have been able to collect and do all of that stuff uh, for the university well again mr. Gomez uh, continued good health for you and your family and it's so good to hear your voice and even better when I get to see you in person and Thank you for all the many years of making me feel like a star when I'm ever, whenever I'm in your presence. And thank you again for well, all that you've done for El Paso. Thank you, Wayne. I appreciate uh, the phone call. And uh, it makes me feel good to be able to talk about a little bit of the 6016. Thank you very much, my friend. Joe Gomez, ladies thank and gentlemen. Go. <laughs> Welcome to the Hall, our telecast for this week. We want to thank my buddy Asa Costa for producing it. And I also want to thank the El Paso Sports Commission for their sponsorship of this year's banquet as well for the El Paso Athletic Hall of Fame. To Joe Gomez, thank you, my friend, and all the very best. Thanks, Wayne. Take care. Thank all of you.